listening to the Franchise Podcast Network, presented by Lucky Star Casino. 1077 The Franchise. It's the Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show, brought to you by U.S. Cellular. The Thunder are the number one seed in the West again. After just another brief stint at number two, they are back. The number one seed in the West. And we love to see that, Drake. It's like people, it's like uh, WWE making a big deal about how many times you're a champion. So the Thunder now three, right. three times, yes. three time, <laughs> three time Western Conference leaders, uh, number one in the West. Yeah. Three right. time title defense, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the middle that's of the right. season title. They never lost it. They just, right. they just didn't have an, enough. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. Um, we're joined tonight. We got Aubin Fippin back behind the glass. Aubin, how we doing? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing well. I'm it's doing Friday. well. It's Friday. Thank goodness it's Friday. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and we also are joined by a very special guest, too, with uh, Aubin's dog, <laughs> Gus. He's here, like a black lab, and he is a sweetheart. Okay? He's, he's, just just like any lab, uh, he's, he's, he's an extremely... Selfie. Yes, exactly. He's a vegan boy. 10 out of 10 would be. He's the good boy. Yes, sure. he is a V good boy. Uh, but let's talk about a V good team in the Oklahoma City Thunder. They get the win 107 to 83 tonight over the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, I did not misspeak. New Orleans only scored 83. Uh, it was awesome tonight on both ends. Of, well, I, I say on both ends. Offensively, there was a, a struggle. At, Especially to start first the game. Half. Especially to start the game. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of that first half. But defensively, I mean, if you hold them under 20 in two quarters, which the Thunder did in the second and the fourth quarter, 17 in the second for the Pelicans and 19 in the fourth mm-hmm. for New Orleans. I just, it was awesome on the defensive end of the floor tonight. And it, it's been a bit since this Thunder team has seen this Pelicans team. We talked about it last show, I think, the fifth game of the season. That's when they... They saw this team, and even then, it was not a complete team. Brandon Ingram didn't play in that game. Trey Murphy didn't play in that game. Um, so, Jose Alvarado didn't play yeah. in that game. So, there. this is pretty much just... I know Zion was out tonight. I know. Shocker. With the foot. Who would have thought? Um, no. All jokes aside, though. I mean, this is pretty much copy and paste besides Jordan Hawkins. This is the team that this Thunder team beat last year in the playing game yeah. to uh, to face Minnesota. But, yeah, like you said, uh, an amazing defensive night. I know there was some outstanding, not only team defense, but there were some truly special moments yep. individually, defensively as well. But just I think the big thing was second half, I mean, the offense kind of ramped up and yep. that kind of fueled the defense a little bit. Um, but that defense in the first half really kept them in the game. And, I mean, New Orleans is no stranger to scoring a lot of points either. Um, and they're very good defensively in their own right, top 10 uh, defensively. And it always seems to go that way with this New Orleans team. Um, if you would have asked me last year, like, who are some of the teams that I think, you know, are a little bit a, a thorn in the side, if you will, of this Thunder team? Last year, Pelicans would have been on that yeah. list. Um, the addition of Chet, and we'll we'll get to it, has just this was a perfect snapshot game uh-huh. of like a Chet Holmgren experience because Jonas Valanciunas, for example, always one of those guys prior to this year that kind of was a thunder killer a little bit, especially always, last year without yeah. no Chet. It was you know Jay Will. It, he was, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to get eight offensive rebounds. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and and this is no disrespect to Zion either because I still think the Thunder win this game handily with Zion. Yeah. Um, but you kind of saw tonight 
the separation, the the growth that we wanted this team to take this year because you have a great example in late last year of that playing game. Um, you just kind of saw the Thunder outdo every aspect of what New Orleans was trying to do. Well, and let's let's just start off with uh, with Chet Holmgren, man. I, I thought he was uh, great tonight, man. Twenty points, uh, thirteen rebounds, two blocks for him on nine of sixteen shooting and two of six from downtown. Uh, this is one of those games where okay. You know, to start the year, everyone, okay, what is Chet going to look like in the NBA? Not not only like with this Thunder team, just like in the NBA, how is he going to physically hold up with, you know, just how skinny he is? I mean, he's like, just, just call a spade a spade. He is a, a skinny guy. But when I kept trying to tell people, I, I feel like I said this till my face was blue. They're going to have to guard him on the other end too. Like, okay, yeah, oh, what is, what is Joker? What is... Uh, Embiid going to do to uh, or a guy like Valanciunas that's just going to yeah. try to over like just get super physical with them. Uh, newsflash: nobody can stop Joel Embiid. Nobody can stop Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Um, but it's what the what the uh, problems that Chet causes them on the other end. Yeah. Is what makes Chet super special. Like you saw so much. Chet's so good with his pump fake. We talked about that. He's got a slow release anyways. Yeah. On his three. That he's got that slow pump fake, it makes it look realistic, and he got Jonas Valanciunas with that so much tonight. I mean, he gets yeah. everybody with it because it looks like the pump fake looks realistic, and I mean, like that's the thing too is like when you get a guy Jonas Valanciunas, yeah, slow. I mean, he's he's a slower guy. Yeah, once he jumps or bites even a little bit on that pump fake, mm-hmm. Chet Holmgren's Good. gone. Yeah. He's he's gone. He's he's passing. And that's and that's the difference with Chet as a center, right? Because when it's those other centers on the other teams guarding them, they get exposed very fast. I love Chet Holmgren on an island at the top of the key with Jonas Valanciunas because I know Jonas Valanciunas is absolutely not comfortable whatsoever no. guarding anyone up there. Um, and you saw it tonight, just like you said, with the pump fakes. I mean, even if it was a little bit of a bite, it was over. I mean, he was getting past them straight line drive. Olay if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chet, and, and I know he went two for six for, from the three-point line tonight, but even if it's just a couple, knock down a couple, start to plant that seed in the head of the defenders. Yep. Like, even if it's just a couple, two out of six, you're still going to get a little bit of jump. You're still going to get a little bit of bite on that fake. But yeah, you 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 saw the Chet Holmgren experience tonight. Second game this season, they had a 20-10 and 10 game, points, rebounds, um, he did it all tonight. And I know it only says two blocks on uh, the final tally he sheet. Uh, he had three, and I'd probably wager about 15 to 20 um, shot altering yeah. uh, a, just defensive attempts in the paint. And that truly was, and you were talking about, you know, Jill, Jonas Valanciunas went 6 to 12 tonight. And, you know, you ha- also have to guard Chet, like, yeah. because Chet's a, a legit offensive threat. That's the difference between this year and last year. Jonas Valanciunas could go 8-12 uh, from the paint last year, and you had no answer to him on the other end. Yeah, you he couldn't. Just easily, yeah. the, the, the one thing they tried to mitigate last year was, okay, maybe get him in a pick-and-roll situation and get him switched on to a guard. Yeah. Um, but now you got Chet. And now you you sacrifice you don't sacrifice you you make up for that from last year with just the paint protection. Um, Jonas Valanciunas went six to twelve tonight. If Jonas Valanciunas is shooting twelve times, I'm considering it a win yeah. with that Pelicans roster. Um, but man, a Chet Holmgren game 
was uh, a textbook example of that tonight. And uh, Jonas Valanciunas, he, he had five offensive rebounds, but I, I swear it would be eight last year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and again, it, they didn't really have anybody like Chet to, you know, put him in dangerous situations on the other end. There too. was a little bit in the third quarter there, like early, where they were, it was like a maybe like a nine or 10 point lead where they got a little, yeah. like, they pumped the brakes a little bit. The Thunder did. They got a little lax on that end. There was a couple of offensive rebound chances. But you're taking that performance every night. If you see a Jonas Valanciunas stat line like tonight and you see Chet's, I mean, that's that's the sacrifice that you make. Yeah. But you're okay with it because he's making up for it on the offensive end. And in a true post-game show fashion, we're talking about Jonas Valanciunas. So. Yes. Yeah, my name is Jonas Weezer. Weezer. Thank you. We had just have amazing. to do it. Just every that's a post game show staple. Thank you uh, for the longest time. So awesome. uh, let's let's talk about Shea Gilders Alexander, man. Um, Thirty one points in this one. You know, sixteen at the half. He was kind of and how are, is he okay? He went below fifty yeah, percent from the God field. Forbid. Ten of twenty one. I don't know what's what's wrong with him. Yeah. He, he must have had like a fever or something tonight. I don't know what, what the deal was. Uh, he shot eight three pointers. That was the outlier, right? Mm-hmm. I said I said earlier when we were watching because it looked like they were wanting him to to do that. They were they were sagging off like really wanting him to shoot. And I even said earlier I was like he's gonna have to shoot some like just to yeah. keep him keep him honest. He made his first, and then he took. I mean, there was a big gap. Yeah. I mean, those last two he made were were late in the game, um, but three of eight. For Shea, I mean, maybe not eight, but just the, the percentage-wise, not bad at all. Um, I'm always intrigued um, with this matchup with the Pelicans because obviously we talk about who are some of the guys that do traditionally really well on Shea um, defensively. We always talk about Jeremy Grant. Um, and then the other guy that gets thrown around there is Herb Jones, which if you've been paying attention at all in the recent weeks to months of just kind of th- happenings around the league – Herb Jones has been openly put on like the trading block. Yeah. Um, and I don't know kind of what's been going on in his mind, but he has become a three point specialist <laughs> in the past like six games when he was not that beforehand. So um I thought I was gonna see some inspired play uh from him tonight and he ended up being just that. I just think the problem was Shea was still able to get to the foul line uh, a pretty healthy amount. Um I'm just glad that Shea stayed aggressive yeah um and i'm saying that when he took eight threes like i still think he the like job accomplished i think he should have yeah um if you're gonna allow and it's the same thing with giddy when we were talking about giddy being you know when he was in that little lull for a little bit like we still want to see the aggressiveness and that doesn't mean you're you have to put up points take your open shots stuff like that um, and as, as long as Shay does that and they're good shots um i know he's kind of developed a knack for that just that little that um, step back three a little bit. We saw one of those hit tonight. Um, no notes for yeah. me for I his mean, performance tonight. He can all the he, defense gave him. He can get to that step back anytime he wants to. Yeah, Just because he's so good at getting to the basket. Mm-hmm. You know, the defender's already on his heels basically from the time Shea catches the ball or brings it up past half court. One of my new favorite things and I don't know if you've noticed it as much either, that teams have started to do on the Thunder, and it usually happens either out of timeouts 
or at the start of quarters. And it's something that the Thunder have done, too. They did it tonight's game. They've been switching to zone. We've yeah. seen a lot, a lot of twi- teams switching to zone, particularly on the Thunder, because they are one of the best teams at in the paint touches off drives. Yeah. Um, and they're basically daring the Thunder to take those threes, which is great this year because, to the chagrin of myself, the Thunder are like top two or three in three-pointers made, <laughs> which is insane. I, and I think it's just because I've had PTSD yes. just in the Thunder's history because we have not had this luxury. The city of Oklahoma City has not had this luxury of having multiple threats. Hell, even in some years, one singular threat uh, from the three-point, being able to shoot from the from the three-point line, and, and they have a ton. Uh, and we saw it tonight. I mean, in that first half, the shooting was awful. From the three-point line. I think it was like 3 of 21 or 22 when they started the fourth quarter, and they just, it didn't matter. They were still up double digits on a really, really good Pelicans team. I think it just shows you the depth of what this team offers and the bag as well. They're not a one-trick pony. They can beat you several different ways. It's crazy. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. J-Dub tonight, 15 points, 7 assists. 7 to 14, just 50% from the field. Just super efficient, like he always is, especially in that, that fourth quarter stretch, man. Again, those minutes where Shea is not out there in the fourth quarter to start. Yeah. Oh. It's J Dub time. It's my favorite. I think those are my, as much as I love Shea, don't get me wrong. The Michich J Dub lineups that start the second and fourth quarters have become my most anticipated minutes of basketball watching for this Thunder. And that's not just because it was such a detriment last year most of the time. Those Shea goes to the bench minutes were usually the times when teams were either A, able to get back into games against the Thunder, or B, extend leads against the Thunder. And that's not a thing this year. And I thought it was at some point. And it never was at the beginning. Um, they have really honed in that 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 rotation Aaron Wiggins by the way another great game from him tonight and they have figured out the rotations that they need for those guys for that lineup to be not only just being able to subvert and halt whatever or keep within striking distance of teams but they've been able to extend leads against good teams and it, it all starts with that guy J-Dub not only is he able I, I remember when we were talking about He's not an elite three-level score yet, and I know it's still a small sample size, but like if you see his shooting splits from the different areas of the court, he does not have a bad spot. It's no. all green. Like You know how they'll do the color coding, like green, gray, red? Um, there is no red. Like he, he has been great from every single position, and at some point we just have to switch from, okay, he is a viable three-level scorer, um, and we can't really we can't really say anything else because he's been proving it game in and game out, and it was the same tonight. I love it. I love where we're at right now. <laughs> I love where we're at as a show. Yeah. I love where the Oklahoma City Thunder at uh, right now. Still atop the Western Conference. Uh, coming up side, let's dive in. We had some All Star starters announced in the NBA, and then we'll have Aubin take us around the association this is the franchise first take thunder post game show brought to you by us cellular you're listening to the thunder post game show on 107.7 the franchise franchise first take thunder post game show brought to you by us cellular matt burton drake vitato and Aubin fippen the thunder win 107 three Five straight. 
Nine of their last 11. 14 and four since Christmas. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that'll do it. I'd say that'll do it. And their hardest stretch of games. (laughs) It's unreal. Unreal, man. Can I give you some uh, can I give you some things before we talk about All-Star? Give me some little tidbits. Isaiah Joe has passed Kevin Martin, Kmart, for 32nd place on all-time scoring. Nice. Josh Giddy has passed Jeff Green for 10th place on all-time Thunder rebounds. Okay. And Chet Holmgren has passed Eric Maynard for 42nd place on the Thunder's all-time points scored list. Wow, little memory, little his own coach, Eric Maynard. That's right. That's right. God. What a fun team to watch. You know what's crazy? I was looking at the assist numbers. 22, which is pedestrian for their standards at least. Right. But I don't think it matters too much because apparently the OKC is first in half-court offense and third in half-court defense. Everything's turning up Oklahoma City Thunder right now. It it really, really is. I don't Speaking think there's of that, a stat out there that the Thunder may not be top five. <laughs> I know. I know. It's great right now. It's great right now. Speaking of everything turning up, the Thunder, Shea Gildas-Alexander, second All-Star team, first time Let's go. All-Star starter this year on the Western Conference team. You got LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, which we will get to him tonight, and (laughs) Shea Gilgis-Alexander are your starters for the West team. Any complaints there? Not at all. No, Um, I think that's... The big big wait-and-see moment, though. Guys, Mark Dagnall might be the coach. He might might (laughs) be the coach to this team. Do you know how crazy that is to think of? Think of Mark Dagnall's style of coaching. It is... With LeBron James, Luka Doncic, and Kevin Durant. A lot of coaches in the NBA are player coaches, and I think Dagnalt just has, I don't know if it's a privilege, but I'd say a a luxury of so many guys on that team being so young that it's just like, you can't, you don't have any egos on that team. Right. And, I mean, hand on your heart, thank God Shea is not like that, Mm -hmm. because there's many examples throughout the year that we can point to, but... Just imagine Mark Daniel coaching and also, do you coach? Do you just stand on the sideline and just watch? Oh, I think, yeah, you just, yeah, you just, you just kind of watch. You just let them do their thing. Crazy. Do you think he puts Shea in more? Because listen, as much as I love Shea, he's not a Shea's, good all-star game. Shea's player. game does not translate no. to an all-star game. And that's so, why I saw a lot of butthurt, like Steph Curry fans out there, which I'm sorry, your team's not good this year. Like, yeah, like I'm sorry. Like it's, it's not happening. Steph Curry's good. I, I love Steph Curry. I love watching him in the all-star game and he'll probably play more than Shea will in the all-star game because he's fun to watch in that setting. Do you know what's crazy about the, the whole Warriors dialogue is that the Thunder offense as it ranks now would have been first in the league last year and they're sixth. They're sixth this year. I think part of the reason the the Warriors have kind of had this falling off. Yes, I understand that their usual suspects are not having great years. I think I think just the league, the offense has caught yeah. up with the Warriors mm-hmm. and their style of play. We have people and it's not just the Thunder that can do what they're trying to do on offense just as well as they can. Mm-hmm. I understand that some of them are out of their prime. I get that. Right. But like this is like this is some offense that is like non-precedented. Like this is something the league has never seen before with this many teams. It's awesome, man. The uh, the Eastern Conference teams, or excuse me, the starters for the Eastern Conference All Star team uh, is going to be Giannis, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, and Damian 
Lillard. Any gripes? I'm glad Hallie's in there. Me too. I, he definitely should have been. In there. I don't know. I know he didn't play tonight or the other night. I don't know what his injury is or the extent of that. I just hope that it doesn't uh, bleed into him not being able to make an appearance. I know it's not a big deal either way, but um, it's a big deal for him because it's his first starting appearance, I believe, as well. Yeah, no, it's awesome, man. I love to see that. Former Iowa State Cyclone, man. So now we just need Isaiah Joe. We need Mark Dagnall as the coach. And we yep. need Isaiah Joe in the three-point contest. And yes. we need Chet and like, skills and, or Yeah, he might, be, he might be one of the big guys in the skills yeah. challenge. They still do the rising stars stuff because I think Chet would, and J-Dub, right? Or did they turn it into freshman, sophomore? Is that yeah, it used to it be into? It used to be freshman, sophomore. It used okay. to be, and then they made it like a rising stars. And then, no, isn't it uh, U.S. against the world? Haven't they done that yeah, before, too? Yeah. So, I don't know. If it's a Rising I'm Stars sure game, I would guess be... J-Dub and Chet would be in it. Hopefully, yeah. Possibly Case Mullis. Yeah. We'll talk about him tonight, too. We definitely in will the, in, in the, the next third segment. segment, for sure. It was just a great just a great all-around game for a lot of guys tonight. It was. I mean, like, sharing the sugar, just like everyone kind of having a moment for themselves. Just It was a fun game all around. It was, man. It was. And still, the Pelicans scored 83 points. In, uh, Crazy. In a basketball game in 2024. And Zion was the only guy out. Yes. It's unreal. I asked this question, and I know we'll get to around the association. I asked this question to Eddie and Ryan uh, last week during the morning show, and I may have asked it to you. I just can't remember. Is there anything this Thunder team can do in the regular season for you to shift your thinking, your preseason thinking of what they could do in the postseason? Did I ask you this already? Oh, no. It's it's already shifted. Okay. Because they, right, they, they didn't think anything could happen. Like, if they finished first in the West, like, yeah. Shady. Because I picked under, like, only just under. But whenever it ballooned to 44 and a half. So, so you're win total, saying, so you're I, saying, I picked under. I, I had them at, like, 42, 43 wins. So what you're saying is, postseason-wise, expectations, they can do some things in the in the, in the the regular season for you to be like, Oh, okay, yeah, if they, if they just this, keep on this pace. This yeah, ceiling I mean, may be, you know, yeah. the Western Conference Finals or the Finals. Like, okay, yeah. good. Okay. No, I, I definitely. So you're think malleable. So. You're yes. Okay. I'm, it's fluid. It's cool. it's a fluid situation. Cool. Because right I'm there too. My expectations. Yes. The I, Pelicans I think, is a good team. The Pelicans is the type of Western Conference team that can make an upset of someone ahead of them. Yeah. I think for me, I'm just trying not to get ahead of myself, and I guess yeah. I, I I guess I find myself wanting to like scale back more to like not set those lofty expectations. So just like okay, I think they should get to the second round. Yeah, like that's kind of where I'm at. I was at. I mean, we did talk about this. I don't know, like a month ago. Yeah, and I, I think it was after that great December that they had. Yeah, where I was like, I mean, yeah, I think second round they should get to the second round, like yeah. with with this because they're, you know, if they stay at this pace, they're hosting a first round crazy playoff series, a so, seven game series in Oklahoma City, returning for the first time since PGs last year, because yeah. we didn't get one with. Chris Paul because of COVID. So it's been a bit, people. It has. It's been a minute. But, Aubin, if you're ready, if you'd like yeah. to take us around yeah. the association, please. Looks like we got about eight games nice. tonight around the association. We'll start with finals. We got Mavericks at Hawks. Mavs, high-scoring game right here, 148-143. to 143. Then we have another high-scoring game, Rockets-Hornets. Rockets take that one, 138-104. to 
Then we have Suns at Pacers again with these high scoring games mm-hmm. 131 to 133. Clippers at Raptors. Clippers take away that one 127 to 107. Everyone's just blowing me out tonight. I'm like, <laughs> there's a theme. And Magic versus Grizzlies. Grizzlies come out on top 107 to 106 wow. in a close game there. And then two current games. About to be over. It looks like close game. Okay, not close enough. Cavs versus Bucks, 109 to 100. Cavs are up by nine. Looks like about 40 seconds in the fourth quarter. Give her. Oh, maybe not. Cavs won. Final. Cavs won. They, they got a. They got their bounce back win after losing earlier this week to the Bucks. Nice. And then one, one we got right now. Half time score 57 to 62. Trailblazers versus the Spurs. Spurs are up. 62 to 57. And then obviously Thunder Final, 107 to 83. Close one there. Oh, yeah. And I believe that's it. All the games we got going on tonight. Uh, we have to highlight the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, right. The elephant in the room. And uh, <laughs> Atlanta Hawks game that went on tonight where one Luka Doncic, and this is, I am not misspeaking, he had 73 points tonight. That is good enough to tie. Yes. That is good enough to tie for fourth most ever. (laughs) 73 points tonight for Luka Doncic. Now, yes. Kobe. Yep. Wilt again. Mm -hmm. Yep. 78, I believe. Yep. And then tied for fourth with Wilt, Luka, and David Robinson. David Thompson. David Thompson. Thompson. Excuse me. Skywalker. Um, yes, this is, uh, <laughs> it's truly unreal, man. And okay. So Shams put this out, uh, just the fourth player in NBA history to have 73 points or more only the 10th time, uh, or excuse me, 10th player in NBA history to score 70 or more points. Four of those have come in the last year. Mm-hmm. I don't, and guess what? I don't think the defense has gotten worse. No. I think the defense has gotten better. I just don't think it has kept on pace with how much the offense... Like, if you know Luka's game, it's insane yeah. how he puts up those numbers every night. Step back threes. He is not fast no. whatsoever. He just knows how to use his body to get to the rim and barrel his way into the paint. Um, if you he just was- think about his game, it's insane how much... How efficient he's able to put up his numbers. He was 25 of 33 tonight. People can't shoot 25 of 33 <laughs> regularly without anyone on them. <laughs> 8 of 13 from the three-point line. 15 of 16 from the free throw line. Make your free throw, Luca. What are you doing? You could add 74, okay? And Am I you, nitpicking? Yes. But he could add 74. I'm sorry. And then you go, you know... Down to the old field house in Indianapolis, yeah. And Booker puts up sixty-two. By the way, Pacers won that game, <laughs> and they finally get their first win with Siakam after that trade. That's on brand for Devin Booker, though. He scored seventy and lost to the Celtics. How do you score sixty, lose to the Pacers, and Tyrese Halliburton is not even playing? <laughs> How does that happen? So that's bad. why, like, I know that the Suns have been doing really, really good this year or these past like two weeks, two or three weeks. The problem with the Suns, one is health, but two, for some, for whatever reason, when it comes to like eight minutes left in the fourth, they suck at finishing games. They are awful at finishing games. And I don't know if it's just because the three superstars don't know how to share the sugar and it just becomes isolation heaven for eight Mm -hmm. minutes. Something changes between the first three quarters to the last eight minutes of the fourth, and I don't know what it is. Um, 
But then again, you can also just point to when's the last team a team that has bought their way to a championship? True. Besides the like Miami the super Heat. team besides, thing. Yeah. yeah. Besides the Miami Heat, no one. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you want to count the Warriors with Kevin Durant, but that's they were already winning before that. Yeah. So you know, sure. they were already yeah, winning I don't before really that. that one. <laughs> I, I don't either. Um. I, I just saw that on the graphic too. Devin Booker, only the third player in NBA history to have multiple 60-point games and multiple losses in this game. 0-2. He's 0-2. Yeah. Uh, along with Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain. By the way, real fun. I know the Eastern Conference may not be something that everyone keeps up with. We might be trending towards a Knicks-Cavs rematch, rematch in the first round. The Cavs, before their loss last night, had won like their last eight. Like They're really starting to find their stride, and the Knicks are currently in fourth right now. So it would be like a first-round matchup just rolls reverse. The Cavs were four last year, the Knicks were five. And with OG and Anobi going over to the Knicks, yeah. it's just a fun dynamic. I would love but that. Those are for those are for the nerds. Let's like, uh let's get out of here. Let's dive back in to the Oklahoma City game on the other side where you guys know what time it is. We got to get a vibe check and we got to get out of here, but this is the franchise first take thunder post game show brought to you by US Cellular. Back to the franchise Oklahoma City Thunder post game show presented by US Cellular on 1077 the franchise. One zero seven seven, the franchise, the first take Thunder post game show brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, and Aubin Fippen, and her Black Lab Primus. Yes. Sounds like Primus. And her friend Tally. Shout out, Tally. That's right. It's a full house. Full house tonight. It was my condition for Jerry. I said, That's "You're perfect. asking me late. Can I bring my dog? And can I bring my friend?" Hey, there you go. I'm sure the dog is fine, unless he, uh, you know. He's a trained good he's boy. Trained. That's right. He's a, he's a vegan right. boy, okay? I nothing else. Yeah. Uh, also, less. shout out Matty Goldfish, too, who kept us company tonight as well. Great he played the hits. Taste. He was playing Great the hits taste. tonight. Oh, Goldfish does. Let's, uh, let's go ahead. Let's close out the show by getting a vibe check. You know the vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. No. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f*** going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's, your, that's, your, that's your bad. Let's get a vibe check. Let's go. Let's get a vibe check. Aubin, would you Can like you to start us off? Okay, yes. Yes. <laughs> Never Thank mind. You. Just kidding. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Drake, would you like to wow. go? I think this might be the first time I've ever started one. Um, that can't be true. Bad vibe. That's not true, actually. Yeah. When we, me and Josh used to switch. Yeah, that's right. Bad vibes is pretty easy. New Orleans Pelicans offense. <laughs> Um, super bad tonight. 25% shooting from the three-point line and 39% from uh, field goal percentage. It's just awful. Really bad. They never scored. They didn't score at least 20 in two quarters, and they never scored 25 or over in any quarters. Um, I'm going to be honest. When the Thunder were not matching the scoring output, or they were matching the scoring output with them in like the first half, like very like 
like, God, this is going to be both teams are going to score under 90 tonight. Yeah. It very much felt like a playoff game. Like, had that kind of feel to it. Like, oh, everyone's kind of kind of feeling each we're in the feeling out process and the thunder ended up just blowing them out of the water in the second half but uh that was a that was some paltry offense from the new orleans pelicans tonight so bad vibes goes to new orleans offensive output i'm gonna take the layup for good vibes i know i never do but there's a lot of layups you could do tonight i'm going with chet yeah um and it was because we had the Chet Holmgren experience tonight. His second game with a 20 and 10, he had a double-double. Um, wasn't hitting as much as maybe a complete game would from three. But, man, he just does so much that never st- shows up on the stat sheet on the defensive end. It's insane. Jonas Valanciunas had a tame game compared to what Oklahoma City knows him for and what we usually experience with him. And the same can be said for for Larry Nance as well. Just they're too big. They're, they're big off the bench. Um, very tame, very pedestrian nights from them. Uh, but here's here, here here's where it really changes, right? Chet can give you twenty points, and you have to you have to make up for that. And um, when you're making up points for two guys, when it goes to Chet's one, it's game over. It's game over. So bad vibes night goes to New Orleans Pelicans offense, and good vibes goes to Mister Chet Holmgren. My bad vibes for tonight is going to go to peanut butter bacon time. That commercial played what? every single commercial break. Did you not hear that commercial? No. Please tell me. Oh, no. You didn't You didn't pay attention to that commercial? No. Now, it, it, just in case they're a sponsor, so you guys know, like, those who know, know. I don't, like... They might be a sponsor. They might not be. So I don't want to like call anybody out. Is it the Sonic? Oven. Oh, is it? I mean, yeah. Oven. We can't. We can't just like call people out. They might be a sponsor. Oh, okay? sorry. Right, that's yeah. an Oklahoma part. company. So my no. Bad, my bad. So no. It's an Oklahoma company. <laughs> but uh, my thing. But it's not them. So right. Yeah. It's just like what if it were them? Um, <laughs> so, but my thing is that I think that it's working though because I might try one of their it's peanut butter bacon head. cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Did you? Okay. That's right. It's only bad vibes because I'm probably going to go try it and, you know, my diet, my waistline's going to be furious. Nice. You know, nice. my waistline's my furious. Waistline's yeah. furious. And so I think that's more why it's going to be bad vibes for me. Not because I don't hate the establishment. I do not. I love the establishment. I love everything they're about. I but there this week. Exactly. <laughs> So that's why it's bad vibes, because it's going to make me make bad decisions later on. Uh, My good vibes tonight, though, guy that we haven't talked about was saving it for vibe check, Kaysen Wallace. Let's go. Let's go. 12 points from him tonight, 5 of 10 from the floor, 2 of 5 from 3. Oh, and just four steals on the night. I am so excited for the future of Kaysen Wallace on this team. Mm Mm-hmm. He lives in the passing lanes. I mean, and some of them, like, they're not even, like, he's not even just, like, stealing it straight from guys, like, off the dribble. It's just, like, get his hands in passing lanes, deflection, and, oh, okay, let's go. Fast break. And that's what you want, right? Yeah. That's where you want your steals coming from, not just the on-ball, like, guy with the the live dribble makes a mistake. Right. And he's, he's forcing those turnovers. You can tell, I think I've said it from, like, the very beginning. These guys hate being guarded. By Cason Wallace, because yeah. he is that good and that, you know, just kind of pesty uh, of a defender and also just a, a way better shooter than what I thought yeah. coming in. And, you know, I 
we, we talked, you know, pre-draft and all that stuff. And uh, shout out to my guy, Derek Parker. Uh, do a, a pre-draft show with him every single year on OKC 82. And, you know, he was very, very high on, on Case and Wallace. And, you know, looked up his shooting stuff and it was just like, ah, he didn't really shoot it that great from three. Couldn't, and Derek was like, yeah. well, he got hurt, like his shoulder injury mm-hmm. and his form dipped. But pre-shoulder injury, he was like a 41% three-point shooter at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so that, I was like, okay, I can see that. And I think the way, the types of shots have kind of stayed the same with him this year. But he's sort of added a little bit and he looks a lot more confident shooting it. Like he maybe got a little bit more of a green light from, you know, someone like whether it's the other players, whether it's Mark, whether yeah. it's whoever. Uh, it look he's he's not hesitating at all. It's hey, mm-hmm. if I'm open, I'm firing it. Well, I, I just I love where he's at right now. It's a great it's a great time to be a catch and shoot shooter if you're on this Oklahoma oh, yeah. State team because of the amount of drives and the paint touches you get. I mean. We see that from Jay Will getting a ton of those looks. Giddy, we've been pushing him to get a ton of those looks. The difference of Kaysen is he's developed a habit of making at least one every yeah. single night, and that's always that, a positive sign. That right corner three, man, is almost automatic Killer. for him. He, I mean, he had a great steal and then great move and transition, too, uh, with a dunk tonight. It was it was awesome. I'm very, very excited to have Kaysen Wallace a part of the Thunder squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, did we give you enough time? I, I kind of rambled a little bit. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm kind of glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> it can be anything. <laughs> anything you want. Um, okay, bad vibes first because yep. I learned the hard way. Obviously. No That's one's right. ever messed it up. That's right. And, and Tally kind of gave me this because she was with me the other day, unfortunately, whenever my car broke down and I couldn't make post game a couple uh, nights ago. <laughs> so major bad vibes with that. Love all the car problems. And good vibes, I will say, having Gus in yes. studio with Let's us. Go. Have to say that. And also Shay being an all-star starter. Yes. Those are my good vibes. Yeah. Very, very good vibes. Uh, once again, we have to always say it. Shay is like understood good vibes mm-hmm. for everybody. He's understood uh, MVP. We get it. Um, Aaron Wiggins had a great game, by the way. Aaron Wiggins really did. <laughs> he really did. Play him at 17 minutes. Let's g- it's hey, fine. Hey. That's fine. We're You know, it's okay. We can maybe reach up to that 20. Mark yeah. every so often. Yeah. Um, uh, two things. Yes. For me. Before we get out of here, let's go. Before we get out. Number one, did you see the Instagram post from, I don't know if it was the NBA or the Pelicans partnering with the NBA? Did you see the huge baby that's a part of the Pelicans? Yes. What the hell is that? You know, I, I was scared. Don't know, but it's very death. scary. Like it's literally like branded with the Pelicans. It's like a big baby. Yeah. And it's like I think wasn't that one of their a, first mascots? With, it's like something with oh, is that what it was? I think so. Well, they kept the original designs, and it's ho- horrendous. It's it's, it's yeah. awful. Like get it's horrifying. Anyway, sorry, that was just a thought that I had. And then uh, <laughs> something we didn't talk about that I just want to note is that I don't know what's going to happen. Like in the back half, like the like the back quarter, like post All Star break. I don't know if this roster is going to dwindle minutes wise like you're going to start to see like three or four like really heavy rotations off the bench and then some guys may you just may not see again but it's going to be hard to argue against that because um it can be anyone off the bench on any given night jay will didn't score tonight but he i thought he played well yeah it's been aaron wiggins the past two games it was case and wallace tonight there have been multiple examples of it being di- Isaiah Joe is usually the mainstay, right? He had, he had two points tonight, and those two were from the free throw line. Yeah. 
they can do it so many different ways. And so the thing that I'm looking for is we get, you know, we're trying, I mean, we're over halfway. We're trucking towards the all-star break. Yeah. Um, does that, does that bench rotation, does that bench unit start to dwindle down when it comes to minutes? And are you going to start seeing some additions of yeah. minutes to some guys? So it'll be interesting to see, but it's really hard to argue against that now when so many different people are contributing at a high level for this team. It's going to be fun to watch. Let's just enjoy the ride, right? Enjoy the ride. That's I think that's why I'm trying not to, to your question earlier, trying not to let my expectations run wild. I'm just enjoying this and kind of, you're just letting the chips fall where they may, and let's just enjoy the ride. But, Aubin, appreciate you coming in. Tally, appreciate you coming in. Nice to meet you. Uh, Gus is the new mascot for the Thunder right. Post Game Show. and he is, boy. He is welcome anytime. Don't say that because I'll bring him every time. Y- well, he is he, welcome anytime. Do you see the final score tonight? Might have to make a habit of it. I good know, luck, maybe, Gus. Yeah, he, good luck, Gus. That's what it is. He's the official mascot Gus, of the Thunder Post game. Gus Bus. Gus Bus. Yeah, <laughs> Gus Bus. <laughs> but for Abed Fippen, for Drake Vitito, for myself, Matt Burton, this has been the franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show brought to you by U.S. Cellular.